Hello everyone, welcome back to your favorite conspiracy theorist. Well, as you can see last night, we have in Louisville, Kentucky, in the wake of the grand jury decision on Wednesday, uh, the charges, only one officer for the shooting in the neighboring uh, apartment in the case of Rihanna Taylor. Protests in Louisville led to be more than 100 arrests overnight, including two reporters. Two police officers were shot. One has been released from the hospital, and both are expected to recover. Police say one, spec, uh, one suspect was in custody. Oh, my gosh. If y'all cannot tell that you are being manipulated, I mean, honestly, honestly being manipulated, when you have the crime rate, Becoming in these certain areas at an all-time high. And not only is the crime increasing, but they're only making you look at the smallest percentage to get a reaction. You should be asking yourself, with everything else that's going on in the world today, why are we covering these stories? Why are these happening? Now, look, I'm going to probably get some people that's going to be pissed off at me because... They'll say black lives matter. And they'll also say, till black lives matter, no life matters. Or they'll actually come and say, hey, you, you got to get behind the cause for black lives because black lives are being killed. Well, so is Hispanics. So is Caucasians. So is First Nation people. If, if. Black lives matter, then why are you not actually holding your own people accountable for their actions? But yet, it does not spread the fear and the narrative to... If you really think that your movement that is being funded by George Soros is actually the rebellion, that is actually... The, the solution to the problem, you are more damn brainwashed than I give you credit for. I, I honestly thought that if people could connect the dots for themselves, and in doing so, they would be able to think for themselves, they would understand the narrative of which they're being used at. Look, someone lost their life. Anyone that loses their life, it is a horrific experience to go through. How do I know? Because I had to counsel someone not even that long ago, actually right before George Floyd's publicized. And for those of you who don't think that didn't go against TikTok and YouTube's uh, community for guidelines, people that, that sit there and share their ideology or people to sit there and share Bible scriptures, are censored, but yet showing a man being killed didn't cross the community guidelines and say, hey, this is not a good thing to be out there on social media for everyone to see, then you're also brainwashed. So when I sat here and had to counsel an individual, the individual was dealing with death threats, was dealing with the fact that they, who was the victim where now, because of their skin color, they were the problem. Let me give you a little bit of a... Let, let me digress a little bit. In a small community town, as a child is playing outside, 
And the mother comes outside to get the child to come in for lunch. A gentleman walks up into their yard and confronts the mother. Now, these two, in the past, had been acquaintances. But she was married and happily married. And she had a child with her husband that she was married to. The man goes on to become aggressive to turn around and shoot the three-year-old in the head and then shoot the mother and walks off the property as if nothing happened. Now, the child was a Caucasian child. The mother was a Caucasian <clears throat> female. The gentleman was a black male that went in to this person's yard and confronted the mother, killed the child, and killed the mother. The husband, to his horror, is pulling up as this is unfolding. And he can't get there fast enough to save his child and his wife. But he made sure that that son of a bitch to kill that child and his wife was going to have the option of taking another breath of life in this world. And so he retaliated. He killed the man. Right then and there. Call the police. Because of the fact that people have cameras everywhere from their, their little rings on their doors to cameras in the cars. The scenario that the family of the black man was saying didn't match up to the truth of what actually transpired. And as they were sitting there screaming... In their anger and protest of, again, a black man was killed by a white man, but not taken into consideration. And the news not taken into telling people that it was a black man that had killed a three-year-old child and then the child's mother. That child did nothing. But it would be outside playing in their front yard. But the cameras matched the story perfectly of what the father had seen and what the father did and what the father ended up doing in a rage of anger. And in doing so, all the charges were dropped. Well, shortly after this, you have George Floyd. And then you have this clusterfuck of a movement that now demonizes Caucasians and elevates criminals. And so with this taking place and happening, after this man has lost his wife and his three-year-old child, 
He's now getting death threats. Him, his mother, his father, his cousins, death threats. Death threats because he killed a black man. Not because of anything else that he, by the law, and was being, they were saying, in the media, he was released because he was a Caucasian. Was not going to be prosecuted for killing a black man because of his skin color, which was not the case. As I'm counseling individuals dealing with this on both sides, the thing that was the thing that I try to instill is that with anger only begets anger, with hatred only begots hatred, with anger. I mean, an eye for an eye. Well, guess what? If everyone does an eye for an eye, then the one-eyed person will be the king of the land because everyone else will be blind by that. And so with this, there's a lot of hurt and anger. And then you have a post put up there on social media. And as soon as that post goes up there on social media, it clearly just sits there and says, if you don't like white people, then don't be around, just, you know, stay on your side. And if you don't like the police, then don't call them to your disputes. I didn't agree totally with the comment, but I knew where it was coming from for this individual was related to the one that was shot and murdered. But as I see that these people are acting up, they don't, the news is not really news, it's an opinion. It's opinion to get you to agree with their opinion. To agree with their opinion, they get you to act out in the ways that they want you to act out, and you do it without question. And so now we're having, in Louisville, Kentucky, that has been ruled that the officers are not going to be held accountable for this incident because there was enough evidence that went with the story of the officers and the way the woman was acting towards them. Let me give you a little bit of food for thought. This is what I've been calling lesson one. When you have an officer that comes into your place of residence and they have a warrant to come into your residence, then that means there's a substantial enough evidence that Sister says is warranted for them to come into your private establishment, your public home. When they come in, be very respectful. Answer their questions. And one thing you can do is say, will you please cut your body cam on for my protection? And they have to cut it on if it's not already on. If you ask for it as they are detaining you, they have to cut that on. And when that gets cut on, then everything that is being recorded is either going to match your side of the events or it's going to match the officer's side of the events. See, an inanimate object cannot choose sides 
it can only show that in which is being portrayed. Same thing goes for if you're pulled over. But we have been we have allowed our people to be so much like sheeple that they think because they are black, then they cannot be held accountable for any wrongs they do. Because this movement is to push this agenda that Caucasians need to be punished. And who you want to punish today could end up being the individuals that come back later on that want to punish you. When you don't agree with someone's ideology and you want to silence that ideology, there can be someone of greater... My, my, my dad used to say, there's always going to be a, a, someone that's going to be bigger and stronger than you. So the best way to avoid the bigger and stronger person is you be the bigger and stronger person intellectually. Because you can't always answer everything with your fist. And so now what we are seeing is the deconstruction of our political and judicial system. As everything is being forced and pushed and mandates and people giving up their freedoms for security... They don't realize in doing so they have jailed them own selves in their own homes. But going out and protesting and burning places down need to understand that this is not the answer. But this is what the deep state wants. You create a problem, and automatically you have the solution. We're living in a time where people do not think for themselves. They allow others to think for them, and they only react uh, upon what they've been told to react to. And in doing so, it has become this brainwashing. Ever since you started in school that you are to follow these patterns of behavior. And when you follow these patterns of behavior, you no longer think outside the box because you never realize that you've been put in a box. It's the same old saying that used to be, you don't put a frog in boiling water because it'll just jump out. But if you put a frog in water and you slowly turn up the temperature, then the frog will sit there and allow itself to be bulled to death. We need to quit looking at people by their skin color. We need to quit allowing the media to tell us that we need to look at each other by our skin color. We need to quit allowing our officials to milk us because of our skin color. We need to be able to stand above our skin color and look at ourselves as a human beings and realize that we all are in this world together and we can only make what we want out of it how we want to do it. No one else controls you. You can control your own narrative. There's a lot of manipulation, yes. A lot of manipulation. 
And that's why you need to open up your eyes to not be deceived by every emotion that you are told you're to have. I'm sitting here today looking at what has happened in Louisville, Kentucky, seeing that they have been asked to have the National Guard to be deployed, to sit here and see that we're at one stage away, one stage away, it becoming under martial law. See, as you, and this goes for both sides, those that are reacting to the um, socialist in power because we're patriots, if you act in a way that they can lay the hammer down, they will use any means necessary to manipulate the narrative to the point where they will want to control and they're wanting us to react in a negative and despicable way so they can call down martial law and lock our asses up without due process because that's what the Homeland Security Act is all about. The Homeland Security Act being passed is one of the horrific bills that were as their laws that was ever passed. And that's where it literally said, took away, if you're considered a terrorist combatant, even on American soils, you could be detained without due process and without going to courts. And you could be detained indefinitely. Now, you hear a lot of other conspiracy theorists out there that talk about the FEMA camps and all these things that's going on. And I find it interesting that, you know, Walmart is one of the ones that's believed to be a housing ground for, for FEMA. One thing that I started noticing, especially before the events that took place, with the Black Lives Matter, the Antifa movement, was I started noticing that in the prominent black neighborhoods where Walmart was put there, and they destroyed the mom and pop stores when they showed up, because everybody's going there to get a job, and everybody's going there because the prices are cheaper. And I noticed that in these areas, all of a sudden, before the events that took place with George Floyd and COVID-19, a huge percentage of Walmart's closings was happening in prominent black people, black, black neighborhoods, low-income neighborhoods also. And I was sitting there going, why would you do this? And then all of a sudden... You have the event that took place with George Floyd. And all we are seeing them doing, telling us that the election's going to not go the way we want it to go. We've got to get the patriots. We've got to get the silent majority up speaking. We need to have them retaliate. Well, we also need to have uh, the black communities to band together and uh, retaliate. Okay, let's publicize uh, black people being killed by white cops. And we'll focus on that small percentage and all news agencies will cover it, but yet they don't cover all the murders, just the ones that's going to be the clickbait and it's going to be the one that can emotionally uh, in charge you to do something. 
And it's going on both sides, even for the patriots about the election. And then with that, they cause enough civil unrest in... And see, this is the thing people don't realize. After the Civil War, if it was to look that there was going to be a collab of multiple states that was going to go into the direction of against the federal government, the U.S. government, after the Civil War, there was a decree that was issued that stated that if it looks to be that more states will band together and allow this civil unrest take place, then martial law can be issued and can be um, implemented upon the American people to prevent there to be another uprising on U.S. soil as there was with the Civil War. One thing that I always have told people is that if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. And I'm now seeing that more than ever. We are about to repeat history. We are on the cusp, on the absolute cusp of going into anarchy, which would force which would force the governments, which would make our boys in the military, our boys and girls in the military sit there and go, we got to bring order back to America. And this is why they would actually follow their orders. A lot of people sit there and say, well, they wouldn't follow their orders if it was to go against American people. Well, it would if you were able to convince your armed branches that we need to do this to get America back on track get us back to the Constitution, get us back to saving uh, America. Let's make America great again, slogan. And with that, you would get our military to go behind that because they would not want to see their democracy. They would not want to see their country to fall in ruin. And the thing is, is that when you cross that line, it is so hard to put the genie back in the bottle. So hard to put the genie back in the bottle. And we are at a time at a crossroads that if this civil unrest keeps escalating in the way it is, you're going to see martial law called. You're going to see the end of America as we knew it. And our Constitution will literally be thrown out the door. And that's what these socialists want. And I'm going to tell you right now, with... uh, With George Soros, that son of a bitch should be uh, held for treason or an enemy of the state. Uh, He should be hunted down, just like Bin Laden, just like anyone that has used their abilities to attack the American people to the core of our values and the core of who we are. That man is actually in Ukraine and in Russia If he ever sets foot in those countries, he will be detained forever. And we should do the same thing. And anyone that uh, supports his ideology, supports him as an individual, that's ever shown support for him, should also be looked at and investigated to see if they too are enemies of the state. Because his goal with the money he has 
is to manipulate, distort, change policies in countries. And you should ask yourself why no other countries around the world actually lift a voice or a finger against this man because of the power that he wields? And that definitely should put into question who this man is. And what is about to happen in coming on the scene? Those of you that believe in the end time events, pay close attention. The scriptures, they're unfolding before us right now. Like I always say, pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies around the corner. Have a good one.